this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I mean, these are the stakes here as we head toward November in general election yeah. that will be gaining traction and be gaining a lot of money. Well, you see the likes of Pennsylvania perhaps pull in favor of John Fetterman. There is going to be a high focus here. Martha McSally, the Republican, she lost in 2018 and 2020 her Senate bids. Joe Biden won by just over 10,000 votes for the presidency here in 2020. But this has been a longtime conservative state. And most folks that you would talk to that work in politics would argue that that is exactly still the case here. And that is why Mark Kelly is going to have a tough race on his hands. But both Jim Lehman and Blake Masters, who has the Trump endorsement here, as well as $15 million of tech billionaire Peter Thiel's money behind him. This is going to be a high stakes race here in the state of Arizona, whoever comes out on top on Tuesday night. Okay, welcome to the battleground. By the way, it's seven o'clock tonight on the John Fredericks Radio Network, part of our distribution platform. John Fredericks is going to be going through and doing a special on Battleground Arizona. Uh, the center of the the whole political world's watching. In fact, the whole world's watching. His lead story this morning on the Guardian newspaper was uh, really a, a a former Republican running for attorney general now as a Democrat, saying democracy goes through Arizona and the fate of the nation is in the balance. Uh, we're, we had uh, Kerry Lake on this morning. We'll have a number of folks in these Arizona races that are going to be joining us. I want to start with uh, Mark Fincham. Uh, Mark Fincham is running for Secretary of State, probably the most controversial of all the candidates of Trump back. Mark, thank you so much. And, and, and right before we right before we came on air, I saw that you had an incredibly, I thought it was a movie star, was Sylvester Stallone, or you had somebody in your office over your shoulder, it looked like uh, it looked like uh, somebody from Hollywood visiting you. That would be my uh, consigliere. <laughs> you got a problem with that? <laughs> Gunny Borelli, that's how you doing, brother? And we got our own war room here. <laughs> that's hey, always dangerous when Borelli's Borelli's near the controls. Always dangerous. Right Sunny, the great Sunny Borelli, state senator out there. Listen, Sonny knows this. Why, why is The Guardian, why is BBC, why is MSNBC, The New York Times, The Financial Times of London, Fincham, why is everybody say of all the important races we have on Tuesday in Washington, in Missouri, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, the entire political world is looking at Arizona. What is it about Arizona that makes it so special right now? When we talk about American democracy, what is so important? When you talk about as uh, the fate of the nation lie in the in the uh, in the balance in the voting in Arizona, Mark Fincham and Sonny Borelli, what do you got for me, Steve? We've been uncovering the real big lie since November third, and MSNBC, the Communist News Network, all of these, these outfits that do nothing but purve—they're purveyors of propaganda. They are being outed at a record rate. In fact, we just outed um, a. A Democrat registered as a Republican, one of the guys in my race, Bo Lane, 
as a routine giver to Act Blue and Greg Stanton, who's a Democrat congressman, was critical of the, the Arizona audit um, that we never should have done one. Joe Biden won. Donald Trump needs to get over it. I mean, all of that. And even wrote an op-ed talking about the shameful uh, reaction to people who he wants them to sit down and shut up. That's basically what they want. But one of the reasons they're terrified, I think, of me is because, and this is a, a little known fact, the code that was used on the Dominion machines in um, Maricopa County is in escrow with the Secretary of State's office. Secretary of State refuses to give that code up for inspection. Now, instead, we've gone to court. I think you already have covered the fact that we, Carrie Lake and I went to U.S. District Court uh, in, in Phoenix, Arizona, with a civil rights action, asking the judge to give us a temporary restraining order against the use of black box ballot tabulation equipment. Black box meaning something that we can't see inside of, we can't verify. That's what they're terrified because we won't sit down and shut up. You and I have talked about this before. We have a wound that needs to be debreeded, get some antiseptic on it, and heal properly. So this notion that somehow audits undermine democracy, well, if that's the case, why is it that we audit everything that the, the Arizona House and Senate appropriate? Why is it that we audit every level of government? The IRS audits people's taxes. Why? To show that they're accurate, or if they're not accurate, reveal what needs to be done to make them accurate. that um arizona particularly now you've got you've got texas you have florida you have tennessee nashville you have hotbeds and then you got georgia and south carolina but you have three big hotbeds of the trump movement and the MAGA movement why is arizona the railhead of all this and particularly when you see you see the MAGA candidates of blake masters and you got you know carrie lake you got Abe Hamaday, you got Mark Fincham. These are all people that the global media is in to not just see defeated, but to blow up. And what is it about Arizona in this time and place that Arizona really is? Because I think, look, the, the woman who was a Republican and then became a, a Democrat, I do think she's right. I think she's right. And the democracy does run through Arizona. This is where we have to prove, I've said from day one, that that, right. that convention center that you guys sweated in Back in, in Phoenix in that in that brutal May and June, we called it. We used to start the show with the uh, with the uh, Concord Bridge hymn that it is Concord, it is Lexington. This is the right. modern shot throughout the world. But from your perspective, why is it Arizona and why is it now? Well, I think Steve, you put it right. You, you hit the nail on the head. It is the railhead. It is the beginning, and we called it out before. Arizona is the first state to ever engage in a forensic audit. Now, I will admit, we probably approved how not to do it, but we did reveal a lot that was broken. And that's what drives the left absolutely nuts. They love to protect the status quo. But you have enough patriots in this state that are saying, no, 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 no. This status quo thing, we're done with that. We want to make sure that our elections are secure and that they're fair. Now, interestingly enough, one of the, the arguments, talking points for the Democrats right now is they're terrified of Mark Fincham because of what he might do. Well, Mark Fincham is dedicated to one thing as the Secretary of State, holding people accountable for following the law. Now, if they're terrified of that, 
must mean that they're being found out for not following the law. That's the only conclusion I can draw from that. So I believe that is why Arizona is truly the railhead, the beginning of what has happened, what's transpired in states all across the country. In fact, I just learned this morning about Arkansas, where the, the Republican Party of Arkansas and the RNC essentially overthrew the rules and, and tried to install unelected delegates into their system. So this is blowing up in every state where the establishment is trying to control people. It's not their job to control. It's their job to serve. Um, let me ask you about this event tomorrow. We're, we're going to have you back on the show uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, but there's an event out there, uh, and I'm actually going to be one of the speakers. Talk to us about this event and why is it so important? Well, it's actually, it's going to be chaired by the Gunny. And uh, it's, it's presentation of even more evidence, even more. They're going to be revealing a whole lot more of what has been discovered through going through all the records. They pulled some FOIAs. Um, I'm sorry, public records requests. I mean, there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts to this. And it's like we get more and more information as every day goes by. Um, Jovan Pulitzer, for example, came to me and did a briefing about two and a half, three weeks ago. He's found a series of ballots. When, when ballots go through the Dominion machines, they count the front page, the second page, and then it creates a summary page. That third page always has an audit trail at the top, shows the date, time, machine number, and the number, the sequence number of the ballot. He's found over 160,000 ballots, has no timestamp, has no audit trail on the page three, which means it had to be artificially manufactured. Now, that hasn't been wow. widely known yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that that's one of the proofs that's presented tomorrow because it's an, it's an eye popper. But that's, the, that's an example of some of the stuff that continually comes out as we go through this. You know, you can't, there's, there's a saying that there are three things you can't hide, the sun, the moon, and the truth. Sooner or later, it comes out. Mark, before I let you go, we're going to have you back on tomorrow. we got Dan Schultz about the precinct strategy. we got Abe Hamaday is going to come on. Sharona Bishop going to give us an update in Colorado, where they're also in court fighting for the full recount of the state. Uh, th there's a book. Jared Kushner has come out with a book, and there's a conversation. You guys might not have seen this yet. There's a conversation in that book that he had with Rupert Murdoch right after Fox called Arizona, I think at 8 o'clock or 8.30, uh, you know, for, for, for Trump that led to a whole domino effect of other things. And what he told him, he says, this is not even close. Trump lost Arizona by a, a, a lot of votes. It's not even close. Right now, you said 10,000. I thought we were down to 9,800. But to know where we are today and knowing how many false votes there are, how fake it is, how those electors got to be de decertified, what do you have to say to Fox News? Now that they, they, at the time, they clearly blew it because they thought they had something that was hundreds, thousands or more. And now we know the exact opposite. What is, what is your, what do you, what do you have to say in thinking this thing through to Fox News? They demonstrated to me that they're nothing more than a propaganda organization. There were still 180,000 ballots that had not yet been counted in, in Maricopa County. They called it on 16% of the vote. That is, that is unacceptable performance, and that disqualifies them as a credible news organization. Hard stop. And I think that, you know, as, as, as we talk about some of the polling, that's the stuff that I've been hammering home. I mean, right now, our poll that came out this morning shows me that 32% of likely voters will vote or have voted for me. 
the closest competitor is 11%. So, I mean, we're not going to take our foot off the gas here. There's way too much evidence that still needs to be revealed to the people. And by the way, <laughs> I was reading some of uh, Antonin Scalia's work uh, here last couple of days. What's the fourth, fourth rail of government? It's the people. You have legislative branch, you have judicial branch, you have the executive branch, and then you have the people. The peop this is the people's information, and I think that's the message that's coming from me that is resonating with so many voters. They want to know what's going on with their government. Dan Schultz has done yeoman's work in getting people involved. I have not seen this level of engagement in my entire life when it comes to politics. No, it's amazing. What time is, what? how can people get to this great event you're going to have out there shared by and hosted by Gunny Borelli? Uh, wh wh when is it going to start? How do people get to it? It starts uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, PDT, and I believe it's going to be carried live stream by RSBN. Um, I think it'll be RSBN.com. If people go, they should be able to watch it. Um, it's scheduled to go from 11 o'clock until I think three. So, I mean, 11 that's 1130 till three. They'll have a seat at 11 pledge prayer, all that. But 1130, we'll start seeing um, what they have to present. And I'm told it's it's going to be significant that uh, I'll be on the panel as well. Um, but this is going to be very much like the November uh, 30th hearing. We're, we're there to hear. We're there to listen. We're there to have information presented to us that we might not be aware of. You're going to have policymakers that are sitting, future policymakers that are going to be sitting on that panel. And I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be an eye popper. Well, we're excited. I know Laura Logan's going to be, this is going to be incredible. So, okay, to tomorrow, you guys are going to be on live with us in the morning. Gunny Borelli, yep. uh, Mark Fincham. Fincham's up big in the poll. All eyes are on Arizona. Guys, thank you for taking time away today. I know it's very busy taking time away today to join us. Thank you very much, Steve. And if people want to go to votefincham.com, click on the news tab. Every interview I've ever done is up there because I want to be the most transparent candidate ever. And by the way, we still need to raise money. So hit the donate button. Give us a little bit of show us a little bit of love. Mark Fincham, thank you very much. Gunny Borelli, thank you very much. Two Patriots. Make sure we get up uh, Fincham's in the Chiron, how to how to get to him, how to get to the campaign. Let's go. We got uh, Sharna Bishop we're going to go to in a moment in Colorado for an update. Let's go to Dan Schultz out in Arizona. Dan, the same question for you. Why is Arizona considered the railhead? Why is the world's media, they're doing a book about you, they're hunting you down every day for the precinct strategy, but now the primaries here, and every I go to the Guardian, the Financial Times, the Times of London, the greatest newspapers in the world, the BBC, they're all focused on Arizona. Why is that, sir? Um, it's because we're very close to actually getting real election integrity reform legislation passed here, but that hasn't really happened yet. You know, we have that great Fillmore, John Fillmore bill that would take us back to hand counted paper ballots, drastic reductions in uh, absentee voting, one day election. All of that was in the bill. But yet, despite having a Republican governor, a Republican House and a Republican Senate, they can't get this thing passed. And that those are the questions I would be asking the Republican legislators at this thing tomorrow that they're having. It's actually about a block away from where I live. Those would be the questions I would be zeroing in on. And the reason, see, is they're afraid that we, the people, are going to come out in droves and elect 
better Republicans, real Republicans. We have a lot of Republicans, unfortunately, who get elected in Arizona in these very low turnout, traditionally very low turnout primary elections. But what the precinct strategy does is it, it tries to empower conservatives to get involved and help boost turnout in those primary elections. So we elect better Republicans, real Republicans, not the posers that we have. We have many, many that are in our state legislature. And look at Ducey. Um, he's, you know, claims to be a conservative. He's no conservative. Um, we've got to elect better people. And that's what the precinct committeeman strategy is all about. And it empowers us by participating. We've got a participation deficit among conservatives. You know, I call it CPPPDS, Conservative Political Party Participation Deficit. We don't even get enough conservatives to vote in the primary. Turnout sometimes 20, 25% here in Arizona, and especially in the off year. I'm crossing my fingers that all of the people that I've recruited and all of the, the good candidates have developed good ground games at the precinct level to boost their turnout, to boost the turnout of those Republicans who don't normally vote in the primary. That's what the precinct committee strategy is all about with respect to elections. It's having more people on the ground, urging their neighbors in their precincts, the Republicans, and you, can, and you learn how to do this when you become a precinct committeeman, and it's not hard. And then the nice thing that we've got going for us right now is because of the fraudulent election, we have all these great candidates that are running. We have five or six Republicans in some cases running for the same office in the primary. That's terrific. So we've just got to try to elect the best ones. And that's where the precinct committee on strategy comes in. Get more conservatives in the more. party. And then, and then networking on the communications and collaboration platform at precinctstrategy.com. You've got this incredible uh, thing built by Robert. One more time. Uh, slowly, it, ladies and gentlemen, of everything I've ever worked on, and you know I've been at the forefront of this movement now for, since 2009, I have never seen the left meltdown more than when you mentioned precinct committee strategy. They, they, they lose it. One more time. So it's free. It costs you nothing. It gets you involved. It empowers you. It makes you somebody. You also you're automatically be a player, and it's totally free. How do yeah, they go and get, get there again, Dan? <laughs> If you want to become an owner and not just a donor, you go to precinctstrategy.com. Read the simple directions that I have there for locating your local or county Republican committee. Look at the state information I have for your state. Then you're an American. Get a fire under your rear end and get it done. You're an American. You can do this. I learned all this in seventh grade in basic American civics and social studies way back in 68 and 69. It's not <laughs> rocket science. Participate, it's not, show up. It's not, it's not quantum mechanics. Uh, Dan Schultz, right. look forward. We'll talk to you tomorrow, sir. Thank you. Dan Schultz Thanks, out in man. Arizona uh, with the precinct strategy. Thank you, brother. I want to go. I got Shrona Bishop. We're going to get her in a moment. I want to go, though, quickly to Abe Hamaday. Abe. I get up this morning at my normally, you know, like 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock. I, I go to all the sites I do to, to make sure I check the news. The Guardian newspaper has the lead story, I think it is, is all about Abe Hamaday out in Arizona. They got a woman who's a Republican, now. Got a, I think she's a Democrat. 
She says that democracy runs through uh, the war for democracy runs through Arizona. The fate of the nations there, and they have to. They have to. She has to be elected, or Arizona is going to go back into a new dark age. Abe, what say you, sir? Well, you know, this is what we're going up against. It's a deranged, you know, radical left. So, Steve, you know, if you actually look at her positions, her top priorities, she says, are protecting democracy. And I put quotes around that. The second priority she has is environmental justice. And the third priority she has is abortion rights. You know, that, that to me sounds, and she's a professor, by the way, at ASU. And that to me sounds like the syllabus of a, of a far left professor uh, in a classroom. So, you know, she she deserves nowhere to, near to be the attorney general uh, of Arizona because look what was going down at the southern border right now. Even Joe Biden today, if you saw the news, now he's going to close apparently a gap in the Yuma sector. But, you know, Arizona, as you mentioned in the previous guest, we're on the front lines of so many of the battles right now. So, you know, th- this is why it's so critical to elect a good attorney general, because imagine if we had Chris Mays, this radical She'd be like Letitia James in New York, who's going to be going on a prosecutorial spree going after the Trump family. Abe, how do people, we know you're hurtling around the state. How do people find out more about you? You're a, former, you're a veteran. You served your country. You're back in Arizona now. Uh, you're a prosecutor. You're a tough guy. You want to bring law and order to Arizona. Get to the bottom of 3 November. Get to the bottom of, of voter integrity. How do people find out more about you? Now that the Guardian's saying, hey, if, you, if Abe Hamaday comes in, it's the end of civilization. It's the end of democracy. I said, hey, I didn't know Abe was, you know, I didn't know Abe was that bad, bad a guy. I mean, they, they <laughs> literally have lost it. The wheels, the wheels have come off. The end of democracy with Abe Hamaday. How do people find oh, out more about you? How do they get to your site How over the weekend? How do they pitch in and work? Absolutely. Well, you know, actually, George Soros and his group, the ADL, have classified me as being one of the most dangerous candidates running for office, which is a great badge of honor. But uh, your listeners can go to my website, abeforag.com, Abe, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-G.com. And I encourage any Arizona listening to vote for the Trump-endorsed candidate, uh, myself, and across the entire slate, because we need to get this America First movement up and running right here in Arizona. It's Arizona's the railhead. Abe, all I can tell you, brother, I don't know what you've been doing, but keep doing it because <laughs> you're you're <laughs> triggering all the right people. You're triggering all the right it. people. Abe Hamaday, thank you very much, thank brother. You, Glad to have you on here. Thank you. Yeah. Going to bring in another warrior right now in uh, from Colorado, Sharona uh, Bishop. Sharona, can you give us an update on uh, on Tina Peters and the Great Crusade. It is a, it's more than a fight in Colorado. It's a crusade. What you guys are doing is just extra- Oh, my Lord. There we go. A surprise <laughs> guest. We got Tina Peters and Sharona Listen. Bishop. Wow. I had, yeah, I, had, had I guess plane. I had Gunny, I, I had Gunny Borelli and Fincham. So it, you got to top it there in Colorado. Give us an update, guys. What's going on? It is crazy. I'm telling you, I, I, they, they played right into our hands. I mean, El Paso County started today. I got I got notice at 8 p.m. from the Secretary of State's office that at 8 a.m. they were starting their logic and accuracy test today. Well, it was a big fail. Out of 4,000 out of 4,000 ballots or 4,000 records, they had 20 uh, 2,268 that were that had to be manually adjudicated, and it is a you know what show. 
So um, it's, it's just happening moment by moment. You know, we are going to get the hand count that we have demanded because this cannot stand up. Well, you know, I got to I got to give it to <laughs> Queen Jenna. She tried. She told the state there would be no hand count for Tina Peters, specifically targeting a political opponent and then telling everybody what they were going to do. But here's the deal. When you do the logic and accuracy test and you have 50 percent error rate, Guess what that does? That throws you into a hand count. <laughs> let, let me ask for the audience. We've got a couple. Uh, we, yeah. we've got a couple of minutes. I want to hold you over, but I want to go back to this in El Paso County. They want to do it their oh, way and do their own logic tests. And you let because you had to let them do it. This was an epic fail. You're telling me that over fifty percent failed the logic test. Is that what you're telling me? Fifty-three percent, Steve. Yeah. They're using real ballots. They're using ballots from the primary, and they're all being thrown out because it's just a freaking disaster. Well, well no, we don't know that they're, they're, they're using the actual ballots, but they could be using test ballots. But get this, and Dominion, two Dominion employees are on site. Yes. We're on site for this to do some, pre, uh, some programming that they're charging us for. So it's like having the fox in the hen house, wouldn't you say? I would definitely say that. Is this a? Do you consider this a face plant for Jenna Griswold on the national stage, ma'am? Oh, absolutely. So you know, and the thing of it is, is she should have just done a, a hand count because that's what it's going to come to, and that way she could prove once and for all that Colorado is the air air quote gold standard uh, in elections. But instead, you know, God is showing up and showing off, Steve. That's all I can say. Can you hold it? Can you guys just hold on one second? I'm going to take a short commercial break. I want to go back to the crusade in, in Colorado. What Tina Peters said is that, hey, it was just mathematically impossible. Given the polling beforehand, given what we saw, it was mathematically impossible for me to lose. Uh, because of the worm and other people, the great people in Colorado, the money was raised to go to account. Jenna Griswold. Jenna Griswold is really the senior operator. She's the one that ties together all the secretaries of state for the Soros-backed Democratic Party uh, throughout the nation. She has made this a cause celeb. She says, under no circumstances are you going to get a hand count statewide on this primary. And so today they kicked off the technological part of it. 53%, it looks like, have been rejected. Tina Peters and uh, Sharona Bishop are going to join us from Colorado and take a short commercial break. We're going to return. Sharona Bishop, Tina Peters, the Tina Peters, all next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. 
go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. We're going to go to Colorado. Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop. So, so Tina and Sharona, just tell our audience, given that El Paso was today, it was an epic fail by Jenna Griswold. Where do you guys go from here? Because you know they're going to put you through the ringer. They're going to make you go to court. They're going to try to drain it out of you. They're going to try to delay this thing. What is the plan, and how can this audience help? Because nobody has your back like the war room. You guys are are not just rock stars. You're patriots and fighters, and people want it. So you tell us, where do, we, where do you stand? Where are you going, and how can we help? There you go. Well, you know, the ColoradoRecount.com has the candidates on there that are involved in the recount. And we can use our campaign funds for the legal fight that we're, we're going to be facing. Uh, so I appreciate you for that, Steve. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, they said it's going to take 26 hours to manually adjudicate these 2,200 ballots. Uh, so that should be interesting. And, um, you know, we, we may not have to pay for any of this. <laughs> That's right. Because remember, once there is uh, malfeasance found in this election, the bill will be sent to the secretary of state and we'll be happy to refund all the donors who contributed to this cause, because this really is the uh, job of the secretary of state to prove that these elections are fair, that they're truthful, that they're honest, that they even happen. These outcomes are legitimate. And so I'm just again, we're so grateful to everybody. It will end up in court, though, because of just the, the low down dirty deeds that Jenna constantly does and pulls. But I can't tell you enough how 
how how refreshing and and just how much my heart is warmed by the reality that Jenna Griswold did not get to bully the people of Colorado one more time and take away their ability to um, have an interest in their own elections, um, that she did not get her way, that there would be no recount for Tina Peters. She's not a queen. This is a republic. She was elected to do a job, which she hasn't done, by the way, and then tried to silence all the clerks around Colorado. So again, we stand, um, again, asking for the clerks of Colorado to be courageous. Listen to the people who elected you. Do your job properly. Do not submit to this queen. We don't have one of those in Colorado. You have a job to do, clerks of Colorado, and we need you to do it. The people are asking you to do your job, hand count the ballots, and prove that Colorado is or is not the gold standard. And here's the thing, we have a really important election coming up in November, no matter how you look at it. There's a massive governor race, which by the way, they've just appointed Jared Polis as the overseer of 22 Western states. This guy's a nut job. He is, he, you think Jenna's bad? He's the head of the crazy train. Jared Polis, the first openly gay governor who hid it from everybody when he was running, but once he won, of course, made a massive spectacle of it. Advanced comprehensive sex education, began sexualizing our children immediately. Appointed along, my judge. Along with everything else he's done, appointed Tina's judge. My it's, criminal judge. We, we can't have this happen to America. So again, courage is in order for all of us. And we ask the people to keep Keep donating. Keep us in your prayers. Stand strong and stay tuned to what's happening in Colorado. Everybody said this was an impossibility. It could never happen. And yet it's happening. Right now. Right now. Tina Peters. We are, we're, Tina, Peter, Tina Peters. How do people get to you on your site? How do they get to you on social media? Sharona, how do they get to you? Because people want to keep up okay. with this 24-7. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's Tina22 on Getter and Twitter. And it is uh, TinaPetersForColorado.com is my my campaign website. And then they can go on recount, uh, ColoradoRecount.com as well. So we'll we'll be staying, we'll, we'll be keeping you posted happening yes. moment by moment. AmericasMom.net, America's Mom on Facebook, Rumble, Getter, and Truth Social, of course, and Frank's speech live today. We had an incredible interview with the January 6th today. So stay tuned, guys. It's just getting crazier and crazier. I, I just... I just want to say that you guys said things were up there and this thing in El Paso, I think proves the point when Tina Peters tells you something's wrong, something's wrong. We got to get to the bottom of it. This (laughs) is important for the nation, not just Colorado. This is absolutely important for the nation. Everybody in the nation has got to pay attention to this guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll keep you posted. Yes, ma'am. The crusade in Colorado continues. Let's go to Washington. There's a big, big, big primary in Washington on uh, on Tuesday, you got Joe Kent, and we're going to bring in Lauren Culp out in Washington for uh, running against uh, a guy that's just uh, voted for impeachment. Just a terrible, terrible, terrible. Lauren, tell folks, everybody wants to know how it's going. Give us an update. Lauren, can you, uh, can Lauren hear us? If he can't, let's go ahead and uh, we're not go, let's go. Uh, who else? What's the next punch list we got? Do we have uh, Steve Maxwell? Let's get Steve Maxwell. We got to fix Lawrence uh, Culp. We got to fix his audio. I don't think you can hear me. Steve Maxwell, thank you for joining us, sir. I've been reading all the articles about you, and I'm 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 fascinated because we're the big proponents of the parents' rights movement, the Moms for Liberty, the precinct strategy. Wherever anybody's there to get involved. Uh, we want to get involved. Steve Maxwell, tell us what uh, tell us what you got going on. Well, our organization is called County Citizens Defending Freedom. Uh, we we uh, formed that back in April of 21. 
Uh, and uh, we basically came together, a group of businessmen, uh, after the election of, uh, of 2020. Uh, we were invited down to meet with some congressmen uh, in December. We realized that uh, talking to them, uh, senators primarily, that nothing was going to be done about this at the federal level. So we came back home and said, hey, what do we do? I mean, we've got a real enemy. We, t- we stripped the emotion out of it, Steve, and said, okay, what's really going on? That's when you dive into to, to the, to the George Soros's, uh, Arabella Advisors, BlackRock, uh, all, all these uh, globalist mentalities. And then we took a look at our county. We're in central Florida. We're in Red County with a great sheriff, Grady Judd. And we're thinking, well, certainly we're safe. But once we got into our school systems and began looking into what was really going on, we're, we had like 26 of these organizations involved in our county. So from that, we just said, okay, we've got, how do we fight this? It's got to come back to we the people. There was no real vehicle for people to plug into at a local level. Uh, we met with Mike Ferris with Alliance Defending Freedom, a few other attorneys and folks in the industry, and laid out a business model. Uh, and that's what we're implementing now. And the cornerstone of the business model is going back to the roots of our country. Uh, we, our spiritual heritage, which is basically found in the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and so we embrace that. Secondly, we had to be local. Uh, and so we, uh, third, we had to be full-time. Uh, we cannot do this with part-timers anymore, and we had to be long-term. Mike Fair shared with us that if we were, uh, if we would get get ourselves organized, uh, get a good legal team together, uh, do do the right things uh, uh, with the media, uh, that we could uh, and, and just just have a, a 2072 plan, not a 2022 plan. We could actually 80% of our problems will eventually go away. The reason the enemies are in our camp is because we have not been there standing post. So we're doing it county by county. The good news is these people are only, uh, if you think about it, we did our homework, about 146 counties host 50% of our population. We analyzed what these people had done. They 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 had really strategic attacks uh, on the nation to take the nation down. And so we're duplicating that model in many ways. Uh, we've got a 100-county plan uh, between now and 24. And what we do, Steve, is inside each county, we focus our, 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 our people on three main columns, education, anything to do with our education, they're after our children, anything to do with elections, everything from integrity to uh, training new candidates, and then we have a follow the money category where we we can track dollars coming in and out of that county. At the national level, we come in with a heavy armament. Uh, When the county finds something, and by the way, we're not even tied to a political party, this is citizens movement, but when they find a breach of liberty of freedom, we measure everything to the founding documents. They pass that on to national. At national, we have information services. We have a uh, CFO services. Uh, we, we have a, a great media uh, a team that can get a story out to 80, 90 million households at a very short period of time. And finally, we have our legal team. And so when that happens, we engage that county and we take that issue to the forefront And just a real quick story how it works. Uh, When Walt Disney World demanded the jabs uh, or lose your job, we had one of our people that made contact with us. He's a waiter with Disney for 17 years. Uh, We immediately, uh, within 24 hours, uh, CJ and her husband Greg helped with our media team. They were able to put a website together in 24 hours called GoofyVaccine.com. He was able to put a story on there. Behind the scenes, the media team went to work getting him in front of the audience. Uh, then our legal team went to work with plaintiffs, preparing plaintiffs for a lawsuit. But also our, our national media team went to work with Governor DeSantis here in Florida, began writing legislation. 
We then tied the other counties and other like-minded groups together. We began soliciting and pushing for a special session that happened in November. Four laws were passed. The governor signed those laws in Brandon, Florida in December, you may recall. And our attorneys were right there with him. And Disney World backed down. So that's the model. That's a snapshot of how it works. Uh, we're going to defend our citizens county by county. We don't have to be in every county, but we're going right to where the enemy is, uh, where George Soros has taken the DAs and all the dark money that's coming in, all the election issues. That's where we're headed. We're going right to the fire. Brother Maxwell, we're going to get you on here and do a special about this and walk through how you deconstructed the counties, how you this organization. Just one question. I want this the audience to understand this. When you first got involved in this, you looked around. You said there were 26 different NGOs, not-for-profits associated with SourceNet crowd that were already in your county. Did I hear that correctly? That is correct. That is correct. These people so they had have already uh, been infiltrated. Tell me. Explain that to me. Tell me about the 26 organizations, how they already infiltrated your county. We said, hey, we're either going to count, we're either going to stand up to this or they're going to control everything. Tell me. Just give me a couple minutes on those 26 well, it, organizations. It, 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 was, it was everything. Yes. Everything from, for example, uh, BLM or uh, we, we had uh, we had um, one gentleman. Uh, and what's what's happening, Steve, is you, you've got uh, private citizens coupling and doing what the government can't do, but they both have the same objective. They have the objective of, of a global society. They've got to take the country down. Your audience knows that already. So, for example, we have a very wealthy individual right here in our county. We found out that purchased software from the Hillary Clinton Foundation that was bad software, had all the bad stuff in it, uh, brought that into our local school. Uh, it was a charter school, bypassed the school board. The principal was in on it, uh, but, but, and bypassed the parents. So all of a sudden, this, this software is brought in uh, by an NGO, basically, into a small uh, charter school here in the United States, here in our county. Uh, we have, and by the way, every county we're going in, we're in 24 counties now, we'll be in 30 in three states. We're expanding in January to four more states. But every county we're in, here, Texas, and in uh, Georgia, the same thing is happening. You have this 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 mixture of NGOs, private funds with government-led uh, um, initiatives, uh, and, it, and it's uh, they're taking over our school systems. Uh, it just happened in county south of They call it public-private partnerships, and they hide it under that, and you get That's all exactly these left-wingers. Right. I mean, exactly super right. aggressive. Brother Max, brother Maxwell, yep. we got to bounce, but I want everybody – how do they get to yep. – find out about your organization, social media, get to the website, all of it. Get the website, just ccdfusa.com is our website. If you go there, everything else will be posted. ccdfusa.com. Uh, and uh, we can use all the support we can get. We're building a long-term game plan here. And uh, we, we appreciate you, Steve, for what you're doing and, and taking the lead and helping us out. Uh, by the way, fantastic. You guys are the workers. I got the easiest job in the world. I just got to cut the mic on and bring guys like you on. Maxwell, you're you're <laughs> killing it down there, and no better place to do it in the great state of Florida. Love you, brother. Tell everybody we got their back. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Okay. This is a big country. We're going to go now from central Florida out to the great state of Washington. And no, If you haven't been to Washington, I'm telling you, it is a magnificent, magnificent state with great people. Lauren Culp's running Washington for, sir, give us an update on your campaign, because I got to tell you, 
You're one of the highlights on Tuesday. They don't get any bigger than this. You're Trump-supported, Trump-backed, Trump-endorsed, full MAGA. And man, you're running against one of the problems we got in the Republican Party is what you're up against right now. It's not just the progressive left. The problem is we got guys inside the wire. Tell us about your race and where do we stand? Yeah, absolutely, Steve. Thanks for having me on. The campaign's going great. I'm leading in the polls, and I have been for the last seven months. Uh, the incumbent is scared. My donations have increased month over month since I filed to run in this race. I'm out meeting the people all the time in person. We've got another event tonight in Yakima, Washington. Uh, the establishment dark money, though, the big packs from D.C. are very active in this race. They're spending over a million dollars to attack me and support the Rhino Newhouse because he makes him a lot of money and he's a globalist. They put out a flyer. Uh, Newhouse himself, his campaign paid for this. Hopefully people can see that. Total lies about me. I got it in my own mailbox. You know, they're calling me a child uh, sexual predator supporter. Absolutely full of crap. I've never talked to the suspect in this case. It was not my investigation. It was not even in my jurisdiction. The only thing I had to do with this is I was asked to assist another agency in a 20-minute interview because there was not another officer available in the rural county. And so I did that. I had nothing to do with this case whatsoever. Um, like I said, I've never even talked to the suspect in this case. The mother of the alleged victim is set to testify against her. Now, I, you know, I can't go into details about it, but they are spending big money sending out lies like this, and Dan Newhouse is supporting it 100%. So um, I was a police officer. What, 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 yeah. You're a law enforcement guy. People know that you're, you're as straight as they come. Here's a question. Are these lobbyists and big corporations that Newhouse votes for them and this is a payback? So that's why they're dropping these dark money groups are dropping these horrific ads and mailers on you. Is that what the game is? Well, absolutely. There's like seven or eight people in this race. I'm the only one that he's attacking. So that tells us a couple things. He's afraid of me. The big money packs and the D.C. swamped are afraid of me because it's not going to be business as usual when I get into D.C. and in Congress. I'm going to upset a few tables. But, yeah, Newhouse keeps the money flowing. He's always got these big uh, corporate packs that stand behind him, and they're coming out to defend him because they don't want the money flow to stop. So if anybody wants to see my record and believes this garbage that he's putting out, all they have to do is do a record request for the cases that I was involved in. I received the key to the city from where I worked because I did such a good job there. And for him to attack a police officer, a veteran with a stellar record is absolutely dirty politics. And he's lying about everything. And that just shows the true character Cole, when he's scared. Cole, they're afraid because you're losing. They, 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 look at they done Trump. They, they, so they come after the best guys. Cole. Give right now, how did the website for your campaign, how do people find out where you're going to be over the weekend as you, as you campaign, and what's your social media handle? And my social media handle on, on Facebook and, and Twitter is at Lauren Culp. My website is culp4congress.com, and I'd appreciate any of the help anybody can give us. This is a grassroots campaign, and we are going to take back Congress, and I'm going to be in Congress fighting with the true patriots like Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who also supports my campaign, along with President Trump, who's endorsed me. I can't wait to get this guy out of office. He's a dirty politician. He votes like a Democrat. You're a warrior. That's why Trump endorsed you. Okay. We got your back. 
Lauren Culp out in Washington at 4. We're going to try to get him over the weekend and then next week. Big game. Game day's Tuesday. Culp, fight on, brother, over the weekend. They're coming for the Trump people, no doubt about that. They're coming ugly. They don't have any, they're not going to beat him on policy. You've got to drop a bunch of garbage like they go at Trump. Let's play the cold open for, my, for our own Joe Allen. If we can reliably predict protein structures using AI, that could change the way we understand the natural world. Rather than having to do painstaking experiments, in the future biologists might be able to instead rely on AI methods to directly predict structures quickly and efficiently. Biology has completely changed in the last 20 years. And the big change has been that we can generate massive amounts of data. And databases are a little bit like plants. They need pruning, they need regenerating, they need fertilizing in some way. When we launched AlphaFoodDB last July, it was 365,000 protein predictions, and then it grew to about 1 million, and now it's two orders of magnitude more. Having all these millions of structures will change the face of biology again. The last technological revolution, the software revolution, was defined by our ability to encode ones and zeros on silicon. But the next revolution won't be about ones and zeros. It will be about our ability to encode A's, G's, C's and T's, the building blocks of DNA. At Microsoft, I'm part of a dedicated team called Station B that's working to develop an integrated system that will allow us to program biology more effectively. And everywhere I look, I see cells operating as little computers. You could think of this as living software. We've been living this phenomenal digital and scientific revolution. And I'm here today to tell you that we're actually hacking the software of life. In every cell, there's this thing called messenger RNA, or mRNA for short, that transmits the critical information from the DNA, our genes, to the protein, which is really the stuff we're all made out of. And so we think of it like an operating system. If you think about what it is we're trying to do, we've taken information and our understanding of that information and how that information is transmitted in a cell. And we've taken our understanding of medicine and how to make drugs, and we're fusing the two. We think of it as information therapy. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, what uh, Joe Allen's pulling together on transhumanism and the advances in technology that are really the underpinning of so much that we're fighting against is just astounding. Well, again, Joe, uh, join me for a second. Give your social media. You're going to be back on tomorrow's show. We're going to be back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Joe will be in the 11 o'clock hour. This stuff is blowing my mind up. And I'm it's so serious. And I understand we got the elections, everything coming up, but we got to spend more time on this. How do people get to you, get your get to your writing, sir? Uh, you can find this at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z on Gitter and Twitter. Yeah, this is the height of the fourth industrial revolution, Steve. I got to tell you, brother, this is what it's all about. Joe Allen's going to be back with us tomorrow morning. We'll be back here at 10 o'clock in the morning. We're going to go through the 100 days. It's 100 and a wake up. The November 8th, all the politics, the geopolitics, all of it, and Joe Allen, all tomorrow morning in the war room.